What up? Welcome to a podcast with Mo. I am Mo. This is episode 151. On this episode, I'm joined by Snappy. We talk about our Patreon, our merch shop, uh, COVID-19 update, fast food, medical marijuana, Joe Exotic, Fargo, Dexter, uh, quick come scenarios, Madden, childhood, memories, random shit, things I didn't write down because I forgot. Um, Thanks for checking us out. podcast with Mo. What up? And it is just me on this Monday episode for now. Uh, due to this whole coronavirus thing, um, Snappy's going to call in from across town. So that'll be different. We'll see how that goes. Um, first thing I'm going to get to is our patrons. Our patrons, you go to patreon.com slash a podcast with Mo. Give us any amount of money and get early access to the podcast. Uh, we've got to shout out my mom, Hurricane Haynes, Pow Wow, Marshall Dharma Initiative Bear, and Snappy as our patrons this, these days, keeping all this shit going. And then also we have a merch shop. Uh, we'll put the link to that in the description of the episode if you want to check that out, buy some merch. I think I'm about to discontinue the Internet Friends shirt, so I'll leave it up for maybe another week or two and then uh, probably remove that if anyone wants to get it. And, uh, yeah, so anyway, we're going to give Snappy a call. This is the closest anyone's been when calling into the podcast distance-wise, except maybe uh, when Curtis called into a music podcast for five seconds one time. So anyway, let's uh, give him a call. Hopefully this all works. Uh, I don't know if he's ever done an Internet phone call type thing before, but uh, we'll do it together. First quarantine episode. I can't even come over for the safety of you and your wife. And, you know, about time someone's being smart in this shit. Right. Well, this morning, well, Koopy's family has been very uh, worried in general because she has asthma, you know, and the fact I have to go, I've been called into work a couple times and things like that. You know, they're all worried about her. And then I guess she woke up thinking about how you do all your deliveries and all this stuff, and I was like, yeah, that's a good point. And I knew you were taking Man, to, it serious. So, To be honest, I think I'm having less contact with my delivery customers than we are with people at work. Right. These people had 35 people in a damn meeting today. And oh, I was shit. like, this is against the law. What are you doing? Right, that is crazy. Uh, like, I'm surprised at Walmart that they don't limit the number of people that can be in or how I've seen on the Internet some places, you know, they – got places you can stand and shit, you know, like they're really regulating it. I think it should be until we get control of it or at least get something that's going to affect this virus until we have a little more known. I mean, there's just so much unknown right now. Right. I agree. Um, well, kind of like Brad Sturex, you know, he was saying on the social medias this week, you know, he thought everyone was saying it wasn't airborne. And now all of a sudden everyone is saying it's airborne. Now I thought I heard that it was airborne, but so it's, you know, that's just an example of I don't fucking know. Um, I've heard airborne by the doctor on the city council meeting. There's a doctor on our city council, and he says it's airborne. You know, he's a doctor. I guess I'm supposed to listen, but right. he's well, on our city council, so that makes me. Well, I thought the whole standing six foot away from someone was because it was airborne, but then I have also read somewhere else after I was researching this that they're saying, no, that's uh, someone spit. When they're just breathing and you're talking, if they're within six foot, it could still land on you. And then if you touched your leg and then touched your face. <clears throat> so some people are well, acting that, like none of it. It isn't airborne at all. It's all about touch. But I don't I don't really know enough. 
I think it's both. I mean, I think it's traveling through the air. I mean, hell, everybody's breathing. Of course it is. Right, right. I mean, and then, like, if you if you was to sneeze or something, that's supposed to stay on the whatever it landed on for so many hours or days. Right. Well, I think it also depends on what type of surface. Like, some surfaces, it's like three weeks. And other things, it's like two hours. Like the products we make, it's supposed to stick to that shit for like four days at least. <laughs> oh, damn. Yeah, so... Uh, of course. You there? Yep. Yeah, yeah, there you go. It's cut out for okay. a minute, but you came back. We'll, we'll get through it. We're using Discord, which is a little steadier than Skype as far as quality goes. Um, but I do notice it kind of it'll dip out every once in a while. We got some slow internet, so we'll just have to kind of stay on it. Um, so anyway, you're still at work, right? Full-time and your part-time job. You're doing nothing's changed for you, basically? Nothing's really changed other than I sanitize and shower before I fucking touch anybody in my house. Right. As soon as I walk in the door, I'm headed to the the bathroom or the kitchen sink. Yeah, that's how you got to be. Uh, like I, said, I've, I take the dog to the park uh, normally around lunch. The last couple days, less people have been there, which is good. Uh, and I can easily stay, you know, within six foot away from everybody. But I do the same. I, like, I spray my whole car with Lysol because I have some Lysol spray in there, you know, when I leave and when I come back. Just so, like, just like, in case. Yeah. My youngest daughter wanted to go see her mom today, and I was like, all right, cool, but hold on. And I come in and got to sanitize her wipes, and I sanitized the entire passenger seat, door handle, I mean, everything that could possibly affect my autoimmune daughter. Right. Well, I was surprised that she was going to see her mom just because of her, you know, medicine does that to her. And I mean, I don't know, you know, a lot about your ex-wife, but I just assume if she's been quarantined at one place, it'd be best not to go around other stuff it but. would be but with no school going on i mean she wants to see her mom and right i mean, i was just worried that uh, i have a friend and his son was staying with him for a couple weeks of it and then recently went back with his mom you know and, and i'm friends with both of them on facebook and you know she was like you know i'm excited to have him back and i'm like and i think that is great but if the whole quarantine thing happened i don't know i, I know it's like you can't ask people to change their whole life, or at least that's not going to happen in America like that. But Yeah, because there's not a damn motherfucker listening to Ada. There is not. I mean, most stores, I was talking to some of the dudes, uh, or one of the guys from Graveyard Entertainment, asked me how Georgia was doing, and he said it's basically like here, where there are certain businesses closed, like here we got churches and a few other random places, but the ones that are open are probably busier than normal, it seems like. Uh, I, don't I mean... These drive-thrus are absolutely ridiculous. They're out in the street. They're making snakes into other building parkings. See, I've only I've only went out to eat at Chick Fil A because they have that curbside pickup, um, and that's it. I think it's the only place I picked up food from. Oh, and we got pizza one day, so I picked up a pizza. But besides that, I cooked like every pa- meal. It seems like Papa John's is taking the most precautions. I mean, they're locking the door and they set it out on a table for you. And you got to pay with a card. Yes. Like, there's no contact with any of their employees right now. Yeah, well, that is pretty good. If I like their pizza, I would check it out. But Yeah, I know. Sauce. I remember after I said that, I know you said it's kind of sweet. It is. It's, like, sweet, and they just put a bunch of sauce. And maybe if I was in the right mood, but that's not my, my go-to pizza for sure. Um, and another thing about the coronavirus, something that's, you know, I, I hate to keep harping on it, but it's just going on in the world, and so it's kind of impossible to avoid. Uh 
apparently, again, all the projections are saying this is just going to get worse and worse. You know, I think personally, we're still at the point. You know, I know a couple people on the Internet who have said, you know, they have family members affected, even one that said their family member died. I'm going to try to see if she can call in. Uh, but in general, it does. It seems almost not real. You know what I mean? Like, it just seems like we're all locking ourselves in. But it's like know, a mystery I, disease or whatever. Like, we're not seeing I'm not going to. I'm not going to lie. For the first time in my life, I want to sit at home and draw unemployment. I've never drawn unemployment. And the first time in my life, I want to do that. Right. But <laughs> my job's not giving me that option. I mean, if I don't show up, I get fired. Therefore, I wouldn't get unemployment. Right. Yeah, like on my job, I just have to, uh, you know, be on call basically. Like anytime during business hours, if anyone needs anything, I just have to be there. So it's like the – it's cool you know, for sure. But also I'm the type of person, I like a plan. So I don't like the fact I have to sit here and be ready and then nothing happens. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I hate that when people ask you to do something. Right. So like, for instance, today, uh, the other dude I work with who he definitely has, what is it called? Uh, COPD. Is that what smokers get? Yeah. Uh, like he definitely just has that, right? He isn't diagnosed, but he definitely has it. So I've been saying like, Hey, I'll do everything. He doesn't need to be getting out around anybody because he's going to die for sure and yeah that's the way my mother-in-law is and we're trying to keep her ass but she just got her truck back from oregon and it's <laughs> hell she fell and hit her head the other day because well she didn't know but come to find out her liver shutting down so she was still drunk from two shots the day before oh damn that's crazy um but yeah so uh, the guy I worked with, he hit me up. He goes, well, I'm going to do it today because I'm going stir crazy in the house. You know, so he went and did the job today, but it didn't require anyone else. It was just him by himself. But. Oh, yeah, she's so bad where she, she walks up three steps. She's out of breath for 20 minutes. It's a uh, it's it's pretty bad. It's pretty real. Yeah, I mean, honestly, that's my mom when she first became a nurse, uh, you know, probably maybe 10 years ago now. And I was smoking cigarettes. She was just like, hey you have to quit before you get this. Cause like I see people all the time with it and it is just rude. Like it'll just ruin people. So I got to just say that out there again. Cause I know people like, uh, you know, skinny's lady page and then Brad Sterax and trying to think of any other people. I know that listen to this, that smoke cigarettes. You just really need to work on it. Um, you know, I know speaking of skinny, he might come over tonight because he's been quarantined for the last four days where he hasn't had contact with anybody because they thought that page might have had Corona so Skinny drove her up to the city, got her tested, and they just got the results back today that it's negative. And I said, well, hey, can you st- – I asked him if he could just stay in quarantine so that he doesn't get it before coming over here if he does. Um, but, again, just try to stay far back from people if you have to meet up and do shit. For instance, like people are going out meeting in their cars in the parking lot to talk and visit. You know, if that's what you got to do to see, I'm an introvert. I don't fucking need to see anybody. This podcast is plenty enough social interactions for me. And, uh, oh no, that's how I feel about it. Yeah. Hell, I seen KV the other day. I was picking up an order in Applebee's and come trying to shake my head and I stuck my elbow out the window. I'm like, come on, man. I said, we gotta be safe. Yeah. Oh, you right. You right. Yeah, people are not taking us. Uh, they're just, and again, it's because it's like an invisible threat, and we're not really seeing it. I think there's six people at the time of us recording that that have it in our county. I think is what they yeah. said. Um, where my mom lives at, some guy came back from New York City, went and done all these errands and grocery shopping, 
and now he has it, you know, and it's like, God oh, damn it. No. So like all these no telling who all in that down there in Stevens County has it and uh, Well, whoever wherever Jackson County is, they said they had nineteen yesterday. Damn. Yeah, so it is a real thing. Uh just you know, what I'm saying it seems invisible or not real. It's just because, you know, from like at least me, I'm just kind of sitting in, at home, just kind of hanging out, making beats when I can and stuff. And you know, it seems like a treat when I know that's not the case. It should be the like it's very dangerous. Man, I wish I could sit at home right now. I'm not gonna lie. I've tried to roll. I guess you could say I've tried to roll with the with the socialists right now. Fuck, I'm trying <laughs> to stay at home, and get paid. Well, I ain't gonna lie. Honestly, something that I'm has kind of crossed my radar since the last time we done a podcast. You know, I'm all for the checks. We mentioned before, you know, if the checks are going to go to big business or me, I'd rather it be me. But now when you add up, and this could be wrong, so someone out there check the math. When you add up to $1,200 for all the American citizens that would qualify for it, it only adds up to like $500 billion. But yeah, we're doing a bill for $2 trillion. So they're going to end up charging us four times the amount than what we're even getting. So I do think us American people are going to be paying this back four times over at least for this one time thing. So yeah, they go call it the Corona tax. Right. And so I don't know. I think behind the scenes, they've had months to get, you know, to get ready for this Congress and all the rich people that pull the strings. At least that's my, my belief, you know, the trilateral commission, the Bilderberg group or whatever the fuck their names are. And I think they've been putting everything in place so that they can get rich off of this shit, you know, might as well get rich off the, off the tragedy because i don't know just, when you start looking at some of the numbers it just doesn't really add up it just seems like fucking corporate america is still winning right like like we said before they were the first ones to get a bailout um before anybody else and then it was basically for nothing rusty in our discord said that me and you uh it sound like we want him to not have a job because he works for a bank um yeah i seen that the other day and i started laughing and I was like, but that that's not the case. It's just like there is no fucking way during a time like this that you couldn't take everybody's rent payments or whatever and put them on the back end with no penalties. There's no fucking way you can't do that. Right. No way. Well, I think what's always confusing or maybe a point of people arguing is I just believe we could just pause everything. Now, I know you can't because people need money to go buy food and all that stuff. But I do just really feel like, like you're saying with mortgage payments, like if instead of me paying my house mortgage this month, it'd just be added on the end of however many years from now that would be, you know, or like I just, right. I don't see why and we couldn't just interest literally. interest on that one payment. Right. And I don't see why we can't at least uh, just pause everything in the economy, you know, just, just stop it all. Just stop it because it, right now it ain't going to work that way. Now, I, I don't know. I, it's just all, it's all craziness because I'm like, I know socialism and communism and all that is a fine line. I'm, and I hate to be one of those people because you've seen it where people are like, I would rather the 4% of people die and us not lose any rights or liberties. I understand that viewpoint. I totally do. Like, I'm not against uh, that idea, but it is mean and cold hearted because when you can stop people from dying, you know, I do think that's what you should do. Man, I just don't think rights got to do. I don't think it's a plot. I don't think it's rights going on right now. Right. Like, for instance, I've seen some people, you know, and I'm not religious at all, um, but, you know, there's some religious conspiracy theorists, people that are saying this is all big ploy to get people to not go to church. And, you know, this is them going against your freedom to assemble as a religion because they're telling people, you know, not to have churches. I seen a 
I see where the Texas governor prohibited uh, churches from closing. Well, I, I seen that today. I did verify it, but right, it looked pretty decent. Yeah. So anyway, Corona's definitely um, taken out all kinds of stuff. Now, one thing I do want to clear up is that you can go outside. Now, there's a whole group of people I see on the internet that are acting like it's a jail sentence and they literally can't leave their house or apartment. But you can go outside. You just can't just don't get near people. Right. But, but I mean, I don't know if you've noticed that or not, but I've just seen a lot of people being like, oh, I haven't been outside in three days. Oh, I can't wait till this is over when I can, you know, go run a lap or something. I'm like, motherfucker, you can go do that. Like, I don't no one's act forced. like they're in a prison cell. <laughs> right. And I'm like, I think you're uh, misinterpreting some of this information. Well, I guess there's a good percentage of people on my timeline that's in drug court, so they might kind of feel like they're back in prison. Right. That's true. Well, I did see some stat of uh, a lot of a lot of relapses for drug and alcohol people during this time. So I don't know how it's related. I would think it would be less because you uh, wouldn't have the stress. money. But yeah, I guess it is always stress. Would always do. I mean, it's the stress of the unknown right now. Right. I mean, for like, I'm just trying not to buy anything. You know, like I bought a video game last month that's coming out in a couple weeks, so I know I have that to look forward to. But in general, I'm just like, I kind of not spend money because who knows what's going to happen. Yeah. See, I was buying. You know, I had a little extra money. I got that garnishment released off my check, so I'm getting full checks now plus driving. I was buying me some little uh, vape carts. Right. Shit, I ain't do it. I ain't done that. Right. So I stick with my flower. Yeah. That's what I always do. I still got the same vape carts in here and same level it's been at well, for three weeks. I kinda take that with me sometimes. Right. I understand. You know, when my when my wife's dropped. If <laughs> I if I had like a better uh battery for it, my cart, I would enjoy it more. I also just you know, I have like the such basic one. I don't know, I would just like Powell has this cool one that it makes it hit. It feels like it's a worse hit, but it's a better hit. You know, if that makes sense. Uh, it's like a real low mm. heat and shit, but like it feels like a real hit. Yeah, people think that they've turned them up higher. It works better, but man, that just fucking makes it taste burnt. Right. I agree. I agree. So if you have any questions, suggestions, or corrections, please email us at a podcast with Mo. That is a p o d c a s t w i t h m o at gmail.com. Perfect. Boom. Um. Oh, one thing because I did. You know, uh, we were talking about Joe Exotic a lot. You know, that's also taken over the world. Um. So he's from Oklahoma, about 20, 30 miles from where we're at at the moment. And, you know, a lot of people are, like we mentioned last week, are ashamed to be from Oklahoma because he is. And I, I think he's great. And so I put, you know, free Joe Exotic on my my little profile picture. And yeah, a, a girl, Cassie, who she may listen to this podcast. She used to. I don't know if she still does. Um, you know, she kind of hit me up. was like, I'm not going to say it on your profile because I think people will attack me. But only two of his charges were for the murder for hire. The rest were for animal cruelty. And I think he should be in jail for that. And then I'm like, sure, maybe if that, you know, if that's how you, if you do feel people should go to jail for that, then yes, he should. Um, I'm not here to change anyone's mind one way or the other, but I've just been thinking about it more of like, 
And now I think the same way about pigs that we eat when I'm about to say like those pigs wouldn't exist in a factory farm if we weren't going to eat them. So to be like, you can't kill that pig. It's a loft. I'm like, that loft wouldn't even exist if it wasn't for that farm that bred it. You know, that's just where my brain kind of works. And maybe that's fucked up, but that is what I think. So along these these tigers, because something they brought up in that documentary is like over half the tigers on earth are from like these fuckers that like Joe Exotic and the Intel dude and the other, you know, it's like yeah, people like that. They, they said there's more tigers in these captive camps than there is in a national forest and wilderness and all that. Right. So like if we say, let's say all those people go to jail, you know, and we get rid of all their cats and let's say those cats didn't exist. They didn't do their job. We would just have half as many tigers because we're not, no one else is breeding them. See, that was one of the charges too. He was breeding tigers and that's illegal. Right. So like, he was rep- and maybe that should be illegal, but my thoughts just like, well, if it's endangered and your goal is to make it not endangered. He, he said that on the series. He did. I mean, he did. Basically. Right. And, even since he said that, I was like, well, that's a good point. Because, like, for instance, everyone will act like Carol Baskins, that bitch, uh, runs a real tiger reserve. But in my opinion, watching it, she does the same thing as they do. She just has a bunch of slave labor that does it for free. Actually, Joe Exotic's place was way better kept than that Carol Baskins Well, did. And that's it. Cassie, who who wrote me, she had been to uh, Joe Exotic Zoo, and she said it was horrible. She said there was a horrible conditions. Bears were an itty bitty cage. You know, every animal except the tigers were not taken care of. So, um, you know, so t- she saw that as like he should be in jail for the way he treated those animals. And maybe that's the case. I just think that it's a weird, wor- a weird world we're in because for m- most of human history, we have killed large predators. The reason there's not many lions or tigers is because we killed them because they would kill us. You know what I mean? Like that's why we killed all these large animals. And then now we're like, we got to take care of them, but they have no land. Well, because you got the arguments that they're, they got to, they're essential. They got to be part of the food chain. Right. But they only have anywhere to live. Like for instance, you know, I think tigers live what in like Southeast Asia or something. And then Africa, maybe I don't fucking really know where tigers live either way. I don't think they have much land to live on because humans live everywhere now, you know, like we're the problem. Like, so anyway, I just think it's weird that we have all these rules against wild animals whenever there's no official government initiative to protect tigers or make, you know, do better for them. But they care about if individual people are maybe it is right, because as you see, people like the guy who took over for Joe Exotic, he was just using it to fuck some hoes. Yeah, you know he didn't really care about the animal, so I get the argument. It's just if I just think it's more fascinating when you look think about it more than it seems at first. You know what I mean? Right. But my uh, Michael Vick can raise dogs and fight dogs and do less than eighteen months. It's a good point. And this guy is breeding an endangered species. He gets charged for you. Well, he also he euthanized five tigers. They right. got sick, so he went ahead and put them out of the misery. That's what you do with horses, right? When a horse goes down, and you get sick. You shoot them in the head, or even get no, get sick. Not, if a horse breaks your leg, if a or breaks its leg, shit. Some people would probably kill a horse for injuring them. You know, kind of like he did with that I, tiger. I seen a horse head get shot right in front of me. I mean, it was part of growing up. I mean, you're putting them out of their misery. That's not animal abuse. Right. Well, I also don't like anything to do with PETA because PETA does more things against animals than anybody else while trying to prove their point. Like, I've never liked PETA for any uh, 
anything I've seen of him before, you know. And then you're going to tell me Pete is allowed to wait. How many years has this guy been open? Oh, years yeah. and years? Long time. So, and they're going to wait till someone brings him into court because they knew he would beat that murder for hire because it was all a plot? Right. And, and I, they they, ju- they jumped in on the bandwagon? That's just shady as shit. I agree. And then the murder for hire, again, is still crazy. The guy he hired for murder, not in trouble at all. Um, and the guy he hired basically admitted on camera he was never going to do it, had no intentions of doing it. Uh, yeah. I don't know. It was just the, had- it's so strange. They even asked the guy that took over. They was like, oh, uh, yeah, I, I kind of hinted around at it a lot. Right, yeah. He's and, then like, had, <laughs> and then you had the guy riding on the sea dude, the Eye of the Tiger, which wrote that song for me, by the way. I think that's the best you scene know? of the whole thing, is that jet ski oh, scene. Oh, hell no. And, I mean, he was the biggest rat of them all. He had a lot to do with it. That he did. Um, so anyway, if somehow you still haven't watched Tiger King, we'll try to quit talking about it on here, but everyone should go watch it. Uh, it's pretty great. Uh, have you watched any other shows this week? I've uh, been watching Fargo. I like it, but it 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 is weird. Right. I finished season one, and I've <coughs> excuse me. So I'm in season two about where the Indians just discovering the belt buckle at the butcher's house. Right. Dude, I love season two. Season two is so fucking good. And then they have this weird alien plot line that doesn't, I don't know, it's just great. You should have to watch it. Uh, man, man, just that, that one character, he's been on a ton of shows. Oh, the, dumb Matt Damon? The, the oldest uh, Gearheart. The way he walks and he's all stiff and shit, it just, it just cracks me up. Yeah, I don't know exactly you don't which know what one. You about? Mm-mm. But, okay, the the mother of the gang at the start at the start, you know, the mother took over. Oh the yeah, yeah. Wanted to take over. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. The, his, his mannerisms are just fucking odd. Right. Uh, great show. I'm really it glad you're watching. I've get, I've also told a few other people about it, so I'm hoping a lot of people watch it over this break. <laughs> it is very interesting. Yeah, I mean, I like it, but it's weird at the same. It's kind of like Napoleon Dynamite. Right. Well, far the original movie Fargo. I don't know if you ever seen that. It was like a Sundance hit back in the day, and it was like like it's weird because it's kind of funny and the way they talk and the way they the dialogue is like a lot, but then it like juxtaposes that to like a hard action movie. And so like I don't know. It's just a really weird blend. My wife got up and left the room. And said I can't handle these accents no more. <laughs> That's my favorite part of the show. Is probably the accents. Hell, she's rewatching Dexter right now. Yeah, I've thought about rewatching Dexter, but there's this one season. I want to say it's season five, maybe. It's just so bad, and Dexter and his sister all of a sudden have a thing for each other, and they, oh, they just they ruined it, and they brought it back at we the end ta- for me. But there's a little part at the end where I'm like, why they fuck this up? <laughs> we was talking about her sister, and was like. Man, I want to say she's good looking, but I just can't. She's just right. she's she talks out the side of her mouth. She just got a an odd look to her, I guess. The way I would describe her is I think she's someone that like in high school or junior high you would be attracted to, but then when you become a man, you're like, well, no, nah, she's I'm not really yeah, attracted. Yeah, because she never grew out of the junior high body. She just got taller. Right, and I feel like that was really mean. And I'm no room to talk. I'm super unattractive, but that's uh, how it is. I'm sorry. There's no ass, no tits. She talks out of the side of her mouth like Papa. Yeah, yeah I like some big old not, round titties. 
Um, Hell yeah, I like some big old round table. I like cushion for the pushing too. Shit. Right, I agree. I mean, honestly, and this kind of leads into uh, one thing I was going to totally ask you about in case we needed something. Um, but speaking of cushion, people, they, something people don't realize is you really do need something kind of sturdy there, you know, because there's nothing worse than whenever it starts moving. Hell yeah. Like you're really going uh, from behind, but they're like all weak or fragile or frail and they're like moving I, away. That's the worst thing in the world. I've got 286 pounds of torque. I ain't trying to hit fucking bone, bone you know? Right. I want a, I want a little cushion. Might cut you. I, I got to have a little bounce protection. Right. Um, and then I also had a random question because uh, I totally know the answer to mine. I'm sure you won't know it off the top of your head, but I think it's a funny story. Uh, when I first started, you know, being sexually active as a teenager, you know, the whole like uh, stereotype is that you'll come really fast. You know, like, oh, it's your first time. You're going to come real fast. Or if you get head the first time. That never happened to me when I was in high school. Like, I think the first time I had sex, I want to say I lasted like 20, 25 minutes. Felt really good about it. And then anytime I got head in high school, I lasted quite a while. You know, always like way longer, I think, than some. And so I always felt good about it. But I do remember the first time, and this, I guess, was still in high school, that I did come super fast, like immediately. Has that ever? Uh, do, Do you remember when that happened to you for the first time? Oh, first time. Oh, the first Man, time it, 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 Hell, it's damn near over before it started. I ain't even gonna fucking lie about it, dude. This, I fucking, I guess it was like fucking, fucking butt fever or something. Right. Well, I remember this mine really well, um, and I feel bad because I totally bitched up, and I don't think the girl knew I came because I had a condom on, you know, and... uh if you're from a small town like me, there's a lot of like, we're just going the back roads sort of thing, right? So it was like the back roads, uh, her bent over in a back seat. And it was literally like immediately. And that, and I'd had sex before this. And I was like, that never happened. So then I just pretended like I didn't want to have sex. And I was like, you know what? Actually, I don't think this is going to work. You know, I think I'm good. And then she was like, what? And I was like, yeah, you know, I just thought better against it. But totally... I just came super fast and was done. <laughs> Hell, I just straight looked at him and say, my bad. Right. Oh. I mean, I, I was surprised I got seconds out of the deal. Really? Right. Well, I mean, because when I brought it the second time, I brought the fucking wood. Right. That first time, oh, hell no. I was surprised I even got entertained for a second round. I know, and that's another thing. Sometimes, it, you know, a lot of nerves get you the first time. The second time is always, you know, or generally... Uh, a better I scenario. mean, I ain't gonna lie. Sometimes you got it's like whiskey dick out of nowhere. Sometimes I mean, you can go for hours, but other times it's just like, what the fuck was that? Right, I agree. It's something mental, all in your mindset that I'm not fully aware of. But I, for whatever reason, this week was just thinking of that scenario or that m- moment that happened because I've never talked to this girl since this moment. Um, she was like from a neighboring town. Oh, no, we uh we dated for our, hell quite a while after that. Hell yeah. Well, I mean, I saw you one most likely to be a porn star, so I felt like that had to be a good sign. Yeah, yeah that was the, the old uh, stash I used to wear. It was kind of like the Mario mustache where the sideburns come down along the chin and then go up into a mustache, but with no beard hair. Yeah. You know, they the always Paul, called it the porn stash. The Paul Sr. So, yeah, I was uh, looking, I was clearing off the space and I ran into that and I went, ha, 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 this is fucking funny. I got that uh, at one of our pock retreats. Yeah, we didn't do cool stuff like that when I was in there. Um, we did a destination unknown, and uh, we all got on a bus where you could drink. 
And so we was fucking getting hammered. And he said, the bus driver said, all right, we're headed to Wichita. And this motherfucker starts taking off for Oklahoma City. You know, we're looking around like, where the fuck's he taking? He, he made us try to think we was going to Wichita, uh, Kansas for a minute. And we ended up in Wichita Falls. Oh, so I thought it was going to be the other way around there, but yeah. Yeah, I know. He just basically took a long way around. We got fucking drunker and shit. Yeah. Growing up, you know, I live about 45 minutes from Wichita Falls. I just call it Wichita, you know? So like all the time I'll be like, oh yeah, Wichita and Wichita. And people are always like, are you talking about fucking Kansas? And I'm like, no, Wichita Falls, Texas. But I understand that <laughs> I'm wrong, but that's just growing up where we grew up. That's just what we call Wichita. Hey. Kansas City's in Missouri now. I think they have two of them. I think. But <laughs> one's bigger than the other, something like that. Um that was a Donald that was a stab at Donald. And then I do say uh Powell was on an episode last week. He called it and I was a little hard on Madden. Uh, I basically rented Madden for the month and I was saying how it was really hard. Now I put the settings really hard but when i was playing the college games because they have this like you know you make a guy and you play some college games it was really fucking hard like i threw so many like anytime i threw the ball my guy didn't catch it it was picked and there was like real floaty graph uh ball physics and shit and i was just really against it um i will say since i got out of college into the pros it is not that bad it was just something about that mode i guess it seemed like uh on the college games the running was easier, and in the NFL, the the running was harder, and the passing was easier. Right. Well, this is all in the same engine. This is just like you make a guy and you play a couple games in college, and then they move, you go on to the NFL. But I was trying to win those games, and every time I played it, I was just getting fucking destroyed. And I guess it was made that way to be hard, but now that I'm in the NFL and I'm starting for the Raiders, it's way easier than the college games were of the same storyline. So. Yeah. Uh, I don't, I don't really like it to be honest. I don't know why. Uh, are you like the full in full control, or are you just say like you got a wide receiver? You just got to hope you get the fucking ball thrown to you. Um, well, the challenge I'm playing, you have to be a quarterback, and it's called face of the franchise or something. And okay. uh, you can choose. You can go in the settings and choose. I chose to just be the quarterback because I didn't want to play defense and shit. Um. But just in general, the visit or the engine that the new Madden runs on, there's just something that feels off about it to me. You know, maybe it is better and I'm just used to the old ones, but I'm just playing and it's just, I don't know. Like my guy takes forever to throw. So like if I'm like, ooh, throw to that guy, by the time it get, leaves his hand, the guy's, you know, 10 yards another direction on the field and you're like, oh shit. So they just, they changed some stuff up in the last couple of years since I last played and I was just, I'm just not good at it. So I'm going to go back to basketball. Yeah, I used to think I was good, and I'd log in online and get my ass handed to me. I mean, I won a few, but right, not very many. Yeah, that's how it goes. Um, all right, and like I said, tonight I'm going to try to get skinny over here. So the Friday before this episode comes out, we're trying to hurry up and launch a new podcast, the Producer Challenge podcast, where we have producers. Of, I sent them a sample to flip a song into a beat, we had 12 producers enter the first challenge, so we have those ranked up. And uh, so that episode should have already came out, but if y'all missed it, y'all should fucking go listen to that shit. 
I know Skitty's gonna have a hard time ranking though because uh, he loves all music, man. It just gets into his soul. Well, that's it. So we already did it. The way I did, it, you know, is uh, okay. I, I ranked it, and then Petrovita. He's our he was our third guest judge. It isn't here. He ranked him. And mine and Petrovita's are really similar. Our rankings, and then Skinny comes in, and his are like way different. Like some one of the songs I didn't like, he rated really high, and some of the ones I really yeah. liked, he didn't. But I think he listened in his car, and I listened on headphones, which will matter. You know, for like the mix of stuff. Um, but either way, we I averaged them all out, got them ranked uh, one through twelve, and then uh, try to do this once a month just to help out producers show off their skills and shit. Because producers are honestly a lot more friendly than rappers typically on the internet. So maybe they'll check out the podcast. Hell yeah! All right, and the last thing I was going to bring up um, is you know just thinking of conspiracy theories and shit. Uh, you know, I see a lot of people acting like this whole coronavirus is still a big conspiracy theory. Uh, I can never forget about, I really wish I remember that. I said I can never forget, but I don't remember the year. I want to say it was like 2010 around there. I remember a lot of my conservative friends that were kind of conspiracy theorist people on Facebook were all talking about Operation Jade Helm and how Operation Jade Helm was whenever the army was going to take over America by force um, and all under, you know, Obama's leadership and that how all these army training things are planned, but it's going to be real, and they're really going to take over Texas and Oklahoma. It was like Texas through California, this big swoop of states. And I'll just uh, never forget gonna, it. They're going to quarantine me in my house and put me closer to my guns? Okay, game <laughs> on. Right. So I just I can't ever forget the Jade Helmet scenario where they were saying the military was coming to take us all out. And I was like, that's not going to happen. And then when it didn't happen, they, no one ever brought it up again. You know, so when people right now are saying the same thing of like, oh, the coronavirus is just to get everyone in their house so the government could take more control and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, I maybe, but I'll have to see it. You know what hey, I mean? Hey, but I want to, I want all these fucking uh, Call of Duty experts to come out during this because we need some fucking headshots because these motherfuckers going to be armored the fuck up. This is very true. Very true. I will that, not that's the one. advantage that that's the advantage they're going to have of why our guns ain't going to work because they're going to be fucking armored and shit. Yeah, but you got to do Revolutionary War style. So you got to be hiding in the trees, guerrilla tactics, learn from the Indians, and then you I fight mean, the I British. Got, that I got way. a little bit of tra- hell. I got a little bit of training, but I mean, they'll probably get me, but I'll probably at least clip a wing. Fuck it. Right, do what you can. Uh, you know, I'm I'm not uh, probably not one to fight. I'll just be like, hey, I'll make the marching music. Man, uh, can we do it like uh, where you just call out their best warrior versus our best warrior? Ah, uh, Troy so scenario. Shit like that? Yeah. yeah. Like, okay, our warrior wins. Y'all back the fuck off and do what we vote on this time. Shit. Yeah. Or no government. Either, whatever. Well, we got to have some form of government. Otherwise, it's just, well, we've seen what happens. Everybody does what they want. Yeah, that's... um. A lot, and another thing, people act like martial law is about to set in in this country and shit. And I'm like, I didn't realize it was getting that crazy, but uh, I don't think it's for the people that won't listen. All they're going to do is tell you to stay inside. I don't think it's going to be the martial law like they're fucking thinking. Right. But where I seen where some stores were doing all right, let's say Howard Street through Gardenia Street, blocks six hundred to a thousand. You can come shop at this time. You know, do some shit like that until everybody gets a chance to go to the store where it ain't all packed. Right. I think Coopy said up in Norman where her family's at that 
different addresses can go to the grocery store on different days. Something like that. Yeah, that'd be cool. They're doing something. They're doing something to kind of limit everyone going in well, there. Also, by doing that, you would know who you came in contact with. Right. But I think a lot of, you know, again, the other side of that is that sounds like communism having to wait in line to buy your bread. You know, this is America. But my general thought well, is like, we, well, quit being stupid. Just we got to get past the sickness. Okay. This is America. We're just, uh, this is all temporary. We ain't going to let it do it forever. Fuck y'all. We'll see. You know? We will see. And I just saw, because uh, again, Graveyard, the homies, they all listen to our, uh, that group listen to our podcast, been going back and re listening. So eventually they'll get to this. They just announced that Georgia is shutting down for two weeks starting Friday for quarantine. So, hell, if y'all go back and listen to that, uh, what was it, episode six, where my cousin come down, was headed to Georgia? Yeah, something like that. You remember the episode? Mm-hmm. And uh, it's only like 18 hours away, so these guys sound like some pretty cool guys. So when this shit's all over, we just need to make a trip to Georgia one weekend if it's only 18 hours. Yeah, it can always be done. Uh, I mean, I don't know if it always could be done, but, you know, I could go to Atlanta. I enjoy some Atlanta yeah, music. We, we could do it at least once, shit. Yeah, try to save some podcasts maybe right fly out, Maybe one of these days fly out to Pennsylvania or some bullshit like that. Yeah. Big, Pittsburgh. Well... We'll see what happens. Where, wherever the Brad Strix lives, but Georgia sound more reasonable to make it make it work. I say we just fly everybody in here. You know, we'll get a get a some place, record a bunch of podcasts. Um, someday after the Corona, whenever if ch- airplanes are still cheap, airplane tickets, we'll get it figured out. All right, man. I don't really think I have anything else. You got anything else? No, man. That's all we've been dealing with is. Hey, uh, they put uh, sneeze guards on the urinals at work today. So you don't sneeze on your dick? <laughs> I guess. I guess they think we are just got our heads over in the other fucking stalls. Yeah, it's Plus really they don't know cool. about our urinal rules where we don't stand side by side. Right. Only a couple weird motherfuckers do that. I've just never sneezed on my dick when I was pissing. That's I don't strange. think I've sneezed while I'm pissing either. But yeah... No, they're not like on the urinals. There's these dividers between the urinals. Oh. And they got them on top of the dividers. Let's see. I guess, I don't know. It might help, but I think that's probably waste, waste of resources. That's about all that's happened. Working, fucking wondering what's going on with the world. Yeah. Well, we're trying to try to keep. On keeping on with the podcast, authors keep trying to watch shows. I've been watching King of the Hill lately because it's the best. So that's my recommendation this week. Is on Hulu. There is King of the Hill, and it's great. My wife always watches cartoons when she goes to bed. Either King of the Hill or Family Guy or American Dad. Well, I just I love I love King of the Hill, and you know, I love The Office, and Greg Daniels is a creator of both of those things. So. uh there's just a lot of similarities between King of the Hill and The Office, like the way the pacing is and the jokes. And so I've found it's a good one to watch where I'm kind of still watching The Office, but not really. And Koopy's over it. She's so done with The Office. She's like, never, we have to watch it again. So I'm trying to help. Good job, Koopy. Good for you. <laughs> but this last time I broke her, she finally was like laughing. She's like, it is really good, but she doesn't want to do it. keep doing it like I do. 
where I'm like, restart it. Watch it again. I know. How many times do you think you've watched that thing? Uh, probably like 30, something. I don't know. Maybe that's too yeah, high or you too probably ain't, You probably ain't watched your entourage in a while. I haven't. Start that. I, I tried to start about a year ago. Going on HBO, and uh, I got like halfway through it. It's all right. I just, you know, I was a young kid when I watched Entourage. It was all about, you know, smoking the weed, uh, having sex with hot bitches. You know, that was like the know, whole you, thing of the show. You used to try to get me to watch that show back in the day. Yeah, I thought you'd like it. And uh, nowadays, I'm like, it is good, but I'm just a diff. You know, I'm not a kid anymore with those aspirations. Uh, so I, like, to me, Fargo's a way better show. You know, for instance. So, y'all, you know, you grow up, you change. But Stargate and The Office, those will always be the... Yeah, my work's, uh, they were still running one machine on Saturday, so they're still offering overtime at that place. And then... You're making essential stuff. And then, like, Wednesdays, Thursdays, and Fridays, they've been sending people home. They've been doing this shit for, like, a month. So I go, oh, well, we're overstaffed. We need to send people home. And then, hell, I volunteered. It's been going on for a month. And I keep getting skipped over. Keep getting skipped over. And then today they had a safety meeting where I told you they had like 35 people in the same fucking room. Yeah. And uh, it wasn't 3,500 square feet, I promise you. So <laughs> anyways, uh, he goes, who want, he goes, I'm overstaffed today. Who Anybody who volunteered to go home? My hand was raised first. Oh man, so and so's out of the padlocker today, so you got you can't do it today. He goes, maybe tomorrow. I said, I heard that shit last week, and everybody's just looking at me like, you really just said that? I'm like, damn right, I did. Right. So I guess everybody that works in our department can't do the same job. They can't stack boxes. So kind of been feeling a little discriminated against, to be honest. Right, and that that'll happen. Uh, I kind of feel like, you know, I have a penis, so uh, apparently girls can't stack boxes. There you go, I said it. Yeah, I mean, I would file a lawsuit against them. No, it ain't got that far. And I'm just bringing it to their attention. Like I said, without people like me, we wouldn't even have employee rights. I do the job I'm asked to do, I'm just going to bitch about it a little. Right, there's a Bob's Burger uh, episode and meme where Bob's, uh, you know, Linda's asking Bob to do something, and he says, fine, but I'm going to complain the whole time. And that's that's legitimately my attitude. Like, and the quicker people around me realize that, the better, like, I'm a good worker, and I'll do shit. I just kind of got to complain a little bit sometimes, you know? And maybe that's not a good oh. thing, but it's just like... Oh, that's me too, because I know I annoy the fuck out of the bosses, but... I get them on technicalities of where I'm right and they're wrong and they just can't stand. Well, I mean, even like talk about even here with like Koopy, if Koopy's like, hey, I need you this, this and this, you know, I'll do it, but I'm just going to bitch about it for a minute. So just let me bitch about it. You can do it. it. My kids do. They do that heavy breathing thing. Um, Yeah. Yeah, that would get annoying for sure. Yeah, that's what they do. And they do it the entire time. They're like doing the dishes or something like that. Hell, Cash will run around flopping on every piece of furniture we got saying, oh, my God, there's so many dishes. I mean, yeah, I, but I've seen it so much, it's not even entertaining anymore. 
I mean, I was probably similar, but um, I don't know. I wasn't too dramatic. I was also when I was real young around like my grandpa, and he would like yell at me if I'd done some shit like that. You know, my parents probably wouldn't have, but some older folks would have been like, "Don't fucking do that." So like, Let okay. me tell you, my wife babies the shit out of this young one. I mean, what what age did you start doing chores? And you was probably later than what I did. Uh I mean, I just, I mean, like I started like having to clean my room when I was four. Uh, I remember that very well. So I don't know if that's like a real chore. Um, I don't know. Maybe like eight years old, I started having to do other shit. This little shit, like nine years old, man, just now started doing dishes. Come on, man. Right. I'm sure y'all have a dishwasher, maybe. Yeah, but my wife don't like the way it's washing them at the moment. I I mean, my wife's the same way. Our dishwasher fucking sucks. You got to wash them before you even wash them. Oh, yeah. And then you got to rinse them off after you wash them. So. My wife's pretty particular most of the time about the house, so she gets on us. But, uh, yeah, I would just, you're going to have to just yell at your kid, tell him to quit being dramatic, or else he's probably going to be like that until he graduates <laughs> or longer, I would assume. Uh, he's a pretty good kid. He's just, uh, he never stops talking, and then he'll, he'll uh, ask a question and shit. He'll he'll turn everything into a question and make it into another question. But half the time, he knows the damn answer. They're like rhetorical questions. We're like, are you fucking kidding me? He's just talking to be talking. Yeah. I mean, I used to be really talkative. I guess I kind of say him because I have a podcast. But in person, I'm not. I'm pretty shy. But um, I used to be a very like talkative talk, kid. You talk to his teachers, and he's the shy kid at school. Interesting. And this motherfucker at home, yeah, jabber, 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 jabber. You get on to him, and I mean, sometimes you're just like, shut the fuck up. And he looks at you, and then he talks some more. <laughs> and, then, and then, like, even if I was to give him a spanking, it would be like, thank you, sir, may I have another? I'm still going to fucking talk. It's like a donut without I mean, the dough. Fuck, I, I love the kid to death, but fuck, you gotta shut the fuck up sometimes. <laughs> Damn. So my wife's working for home, from home, and this little motherfucker ain't, ain't trying to leave her alone. Finally, I had to raise my voice yesterday. I'm like, look, and you know, by the time I get home, we got like an hour and a half since she's off work. And then I was like, if she's at the desk, in the table at the kitchen with her set up, you're not allowed to talk to her. I said, this is her work time. I said, go in the kitchen, get what you need, and get the hell out. Okay. I mean, so, you say it's nine? I'm trying to think. I feel like I yeah. would just be want to be in my room playing video games or some shit. I wouldn't be want to hang out with my mom all day. Uh, this this dude does that. Like he, we had we have a whole little clo- extra closet that we wasn't using, so we set his whole Xbox system up in there. He's got his own little hideout. He'll stay there for hours on end, but like maybe his headphone quit or his friend went to go do something else for a minute, and then he comes out and he's just fucking bored. Yeah, it happens. When I when I was a kid, I stayed as far away from adults as I possibly could. I agree. I agree. Uh, I mean, I, I was definitely somewhat spoiled, you know, like I said, I played a lot of video games, but also was outside a lot, you know, so if I was inside, I was playing video games, trying to avoid my mom asking me to do shit, like take out the trash, and then... Oh, yeah, because, like, if I was with my mom, she'd volunteer me to go to clean somebody else's yard. (laughs) 
Uh, yeah, my dad was always trying to help me find jobs mowing lawns. Like, you want to go mow in so-and-so's yard? And I'm like, I, I guess. I don't – not really. <laughs> just kind of want to enjoy my day. Um, oh, my mom volunteered me for these summer mowing jobs. This motherfucker bit this old man bit my house fucking picking me up at like fucking 5.30 in the morning. I was like, Jesus, I didn't have a choice. Right. Like, you're doing it. So that wasn't I got my job in the watermelon field. I mean, I mean, I made it, made good money. We went and done a concrete with Roy Don. Yeah. One time. So. When, uh, me, Dust, or might have just been me and Jason. I don't know. And then we went to Wichita Falls and blew every fucking penny. Yep, that's how it'd go. Go to the mall and spend all your fucking money you made. Well, they had this little dance club for like teenagers. You know, you couldn't. Oh, what go was that called? Like, I know exactly what you're talking about because I remember it shut down right when I became the age to do it. But I remember all the commercials. Fuck, I don't remember. But yeah, I know what you're talking. I know where it was at. It was by that one movie theater. Like, yeah, well, I, I was always riding with Jason, so hell, I didn't know my way around. Right. Uh, yeah, I remember that was a, a very big thing. And I remember this one girl, uh, a couple of years older than me, went there and entered a wet t-shirt contest, and then they put pictures of it online, and then all of us went online and saw pictures of her in a wet t-shirt contest. And it was like, yes. All right. But, all right, so did I take up enough time? That's about all yeah. I got. Yeah, man, we'll be talking forever. Uh, all right, well, we'll see how we are next week and uh, keep this fucking going. All right, man, peace.
Air the Mo makes beats.